0: Okay We're good here We're recording We're about to go live On the gram You ready for this? I'm ready Alright We're about to go live To thousands and thousands Of people Are you ready? Yes Not nervous? No Doctor said You got be PCOS Now go on girl Just lose some weight To I took the symptoms Into my own hands And reversed them naturally So I became a dietician to my sisters feel the best they've ever felt Take a step in my direction If you wanna move them along And take control of yourself Join a sister and a mister It's snowing And we're live Hi What's up sisters? We are live from Zurich I almost forgot where we were And we're doing a live podcast Q&A. we got your questions lined up, but hello. Welcome, everybody. Hello to Chaptastic Jessica. Selayanas. Nityar. What's up? Hello.
1: How's it going?
0: What up to Shaz Syed. Daslim. Selayan. I already said your name, but hello to (laughs) Selayanas.
1: Hi, mom.
0: Hello to Messimi. Komalitis. Tammy DeRay. What's up, everyone? Roop Aman. So happy to see y'all. So as you're joining, we're doing a live podcast Q&A, answering all your questions. This is going to go on uh, next episode of the podcast. And we're going to have fun. We're going to interact today.
1: We're also watching the snowfall with a beautiful view mm-hmm. of the Zurich Library.
0: Yes. <laughs> and every time I have to uh, ask Tallinn to fix her mic, we're all going to take a shot. This is the game we're playing. Take a shot every time I ask Tallinn to fix her mic.
1: It's fine. (laughs) All right. Let's hit it with the questions. Yeah,
0: let's hit it. Okay. Let's start with this great dairy-free question. If we go dairy-free, how can we take calcium?
1: That is a great question. You'd be surprised how much calcium you can get from other foods. For example, a serving of chia seeds is just as much calcium as milk. Yes. So if you're having dairy-free milk, add some chia seeds to it, a serving, a couple tablespoons, and you'll be good to go. We have a lot of chia seed pudding recipes in the sisterhood.
0: Yeah. And there's also lots of um, naturally recurring calcium found in foods, like thine, say, chia seeds, but also nuts, spinach. There's a lot of lot of great options. Hold on. Somebody asked, can we show see the snow outside the window? All right. Let me show right now.
1: Sidak. Ah! laptop okay yeah all right cx literally <laughs> hanging the phone out the window on a tripod all right all right
0: podcast is still good we're still recording we're Still over there? recording all right we're still holding
1: the mic properly
0: oh yeah people can see it awesome so happy to hear that let's answer this question because i know we get this uh, quite often and i'd love to answer it why are y'all in switzerland i guess why are we traveling
1: well we're traveling so we can travel and yeah. we work virtually so that's fine And we decided to spend 10 days in Switzerland and drive around, spend two nights in Zurich, two nights in Lucerne, two nights in Bern, and just keep driving around till we get to Geneva. And we're Mm -hmm. off to London.
0: Yeah. just like an overall reason to why we're traveling. I mean, we're 30 years old. I'm not going to lie. We're 30 years old. And we're going to have kids soon. We're going to need to buy a house. All the stuff that adults do that we don't really want to do just yet and this is our chance to like kind of like travel the world in a comfortable way without kids but you know that's just like that's basically the reason why we're just taking this whole year to travel before we settle down with all those things that i just said so that's what i would say yeah pretty much let's go to another question what's the best method to remove facial hair shaving or waxing
1: my sister's here
0: (laughs) what's up arlene (laughs)
1: All right, so with facial hair, here's the thing. Laser, electrolysis, these things can be really helpful. I think electrolysis works more effectively than laser. Laser lasts like six to eight weeks and then it starts growing back. But what happens is you have to manage... The reason why you're having facial hair. So, is it high testosterone? Is it that your androgen receptors are more sensitive? So, although it's difficult to understand why, you can try a few different things to help reduce your testosterone. So, that includes going dairy free because that will help make your androgen receptors less sensitive and less receptive to testosterone. So, that's good. And then it'll also help reduce your insulin levels, which will help reduce your testosterone levels. And then You know, there are supplements that you can take as well that can help reduce testosterone. I think saw palmetto is one of them. And also, yeah, just reducing inflammation and testosterone is what I'm going to stick to right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, Selena says, I live in Switzerland and last week we had the best weather. You know, that's so funny you I say know. that because we were talking to, we were at a restaurant and we asked the, the waitress, oh, like any, anything you recommend while we're in Zurich. And she was like, honestly, we had the best weather until this week. And now we have the worst weather, which is like rain and like snow and all that kind of stuff.
1: Is it really that bad? Though? It's not bad. This is really romantic. Yeah. We're watching the snowfall. We're working. It's fine.
0: I feel like <laughs> when it rains and la which is like not very often but when it rains in la it's like super heavy and it's like it abrupts life as we know it but here it's like light rain disrupts, life. disrupts what
1: disrupts life as we disrupts know it. Disrupts life i'm sorry abruptly disrupts
0: life yeah whereas like i feel like here in europe and in switzerland as we're like walking in the rain it's light rain it's manageable we're wearing thick coats and it's like the snow is beautiful who doesn't want to see snow
1: in switzerland yeah I'm sure the people here would prefer sun. All right. Next question.
0: Next question.
1: How to prevent acne with PCOS?
0: Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about acne. All right.
1: Let's talk about acne. When it comes to acne, it's the same answer that I gave about, you know, high testosterone. You really want to help reduce that and also reduce inflammation because the combination of inflammation and high testosterone around your oil glands is going to create a lot of overproduction of oil and the combination of the overproduction of oil with the inflammation, cystic acne. So I try going gluten and dairy-free, 30 days, see how you feel.
0: Great question for you right here, telling Do you break gluten and dairy-free whilst on holiday or vacation or while you're traveling?
1: I really try not to. So I'm going to give an example. Like yesterday, we went to a cafe and literally the only gluten and dairy-free item on the menu was beef tartare and salad. And like, maybe that wasn't my first choice, but I still ordered that because I literally couldn't order anything else. They have a lot of cheese here in Switzerland. Cheese. Cheese on everything. So, and I don't want to go through the trouble of asking them not to put cheese on it because I feel like they can't or whatever. But, um, I try to make it, make myself flexible and just eat whatever is possible to eat that's gluten and dairy free. Cause I'd rather do that mm-hmm. than eat something that's not and suffer the consequences while I'm traveling.
0: Yes. All right. How to overcome stress from PCOS. So obviously everybody has different drivers of stress. It could be life. It could be external. As I mentioned, it It could be more internal having having to do with your hormones. One thing to really consider is, of course, your environment. You know, take a look at your day to day life, your mornings, your evenings, your midday. Are you experiencing stress due to those external reasons? You know, maybe it's it's, it's work, maybe it's friends or family maybe it's just some things that are sometimes out of your control but you can maybe find ways of overcoming them or managing them better for example let's say you have a really stressful people who like are pressuring you about PCOS like would you have some tips for that babe like just to kind of overcome some of the stress that's associated with that kind of environment
1: Yeah, I think knowledge is really power. So if somebody is asking you a million questions, asking you why you're not pregnant yet, asking you why you have acne or why you gained weight, I think having the knowledge of what PCOS is doing to your body and um, being able to explain that to somebody, being able to explain why you choose to be gluten and dairy free or why you choose to manage your PCOS a certain way can really help with normalizing it. Mm-hmm. So instead of feeling like you're so different than anyone or someone's asking you, you know, why do you, why did you gain weight or something? You can explain like, you know, I'm having metabolic dysfunction and, um, my insulin levels are out of whack right now. And I'm trying to figure out how to reduce that so that mm-hmm. I can naturally lose weight and get back to my, you know, normal body shape or whatever. Being able to say that I think is really empowering And kind of like shuts down the person that's stressing you out about it, because then like, what else can they say to you? First, they come at you judgmentally. Then you spit out some education. Then they're like, oh, I was wrong. I shouldn't have judged you.
0: Yeah. Another thing to think about, though, is also hormonally what's happening inside the body. Because if your cortisol levels are not managed properly throughout the day, then you're going to feel a lot more stressed. You're going to feel like like you're about to break when something happens in the morning or later in the day. Like, for example, this used to happen to me a lot because I did a lab test and my, my cortisol level was really low in the morning and then really high later in the day. So, what ended up happening is I would get really stressed out as my day would go, and I would al- always, like, just be in a really bad mood sometimes. So just to give you an example of how your cortisol hormone is supposed to work is when you're when you wake up in the morning your cortisol hormone is supposed to be at an all-time high and as you go throughout your day your cortisol hormone is supposed to wean off basically go down 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 at nighttime, it's supposed to be as low as possible and your melatonin hormone is supposed to come up to help you relax and help you go to sleep now that basically is supposed to happen every single day and help you go to help you wake up in the morning with energy and help you fall asleep at night. So that balance is really crucial to not feeling stressed out throughout the day and being able to sleep at night. Of course, what I'm telling you sounds easy on paper, of course it's hard to incorporate. So supplements can be really helpful. Highly suggest looking into adrenal supplements, but also, you know, lifestyle making sure you're trying to sleep a little bit earlier, making sure you're waking up in the morning with some sort of a self-care plan so that you're able to keep those cortisol hormones in check. So I know it's not easy, but we have lots of tips for you on this page in the sisterhood to help you throughout you know, throughout your day and much more.
1: I am distracted by the snow.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Tips on getting off birth control.
1: All right. So When it comes to taking birth control or metformin or any of those medications, I really suggest having an exit plan. So if you're taking it to help with your symptoms and like immediate relief, that's great. And then what you can do is plan on what, what diet and lifestyle changes? what you're going to make in your life so that you don't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. So if you're planning on getting off birth control before you get off, I would suggest starting to um, manage your blood sugar better, make sure you're reducing inflammation as much as you can, whether that's taking supplements or it's going gluten and dairy free at the same time. And also doing weighted workouts to help with your insulin sensitivity Mm because birth control tends to make you more insulin resistant. And once you're off, you know, those cravings might be off the charts. Your mood might be off the charts. And so I really suggest taking a lab test afterwards, after you get off of it, you could take it while you're on it. But if you're going to get off, take it while you're off of it. We have a highlight called lab kit and you can click on that and order a lab test. And um, after the lab test, you get a 30 minute consultation and they tell you what your lab tests are saying, what supplements you should take, what your next steps are.
0: And we just did an episode on birth control on the podcast. So if you want to listen to that, I highly suggest going to our latest episode on the podcast and you'll be able to find that episode and get a lot more information about birth control, how to get off, how to uh, manage PCS while on birth control and much more. So highly recommend checking that out.
1: Did you hear about that sister who took ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one?
0: Incredible!
1: me who have pcos this ratio is often imbalanced so taking Ovastol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue
0: so awesome it tastes like nothing so just warn me when you put it in a cup so i don't drink it
1: you got it boo check out the link in the description to get 15 percent off your order Are you trying to conceive? When you're in the process of baby making, you don't want to take a prenatal that's designed for a woman who's pregnant. They get expensive and have ingredients you don't need quite yet. Theranatal core is a prenatal focused on women who are trying to conceive. It contains the active form of folic acid, folate, as well as 2,000 IUs of vitamin D. Also, it doesn't have any expensive ingredients that you don't need until you're pregnant. Theralogix's prenatal, Theranatal core, is especially for women with PCOS who are in the process of baby making. Check the link in the description for our 15% off code.
0: I see a question from iampro. If Ovastol is out of stock, what can be an alternative supplement? I highly suggest checking Theralogic's Ovastol's website because it's usually sometimes like the individual packets are out of stock, but the canister is still in stock. So I I highly recommend checking it like 99.9% of the time it's in stock and you can always order with the 15% off PRC code that we have. Two nine two six six zero, But if you're looking for any in all supplement, we're very, very happy to make suggestions. So, there's a couple of criteria that are really important. One, you want it to be a 40 to 1 ratio of myo and d-chiroinositol. That's the ratio that's used in studies and that's the ratio that's normally found in the body and when that ratio gets out of whack, that's when insulin resistance can occur and worsen over time. Second thing you really want to look into is the daily dosage. So, you want a daily dosage of uh, t- uh 4000 milligrams. so that means 2000 milligrams in the morning with breakfast and then 2000 milligrams in the evening with dinner. Again, those are the clinical dosages that are done in the studies and are really, really important. Third, you want to make sure it's coming from a reputable company. Inositols, they're made by lots and lots of companies, but many of them do not carry high quality standards, so make sure they are third party certified which is going to be really important to know that, that what you're taking is actually what you're wanting to take and not some filler, not some rice flour, not something that's fake. And the fourth thing, and this is really important for anyone who's on a budget, is you want to make sure that it is price-friendly, price-efficient. Because, for example, you can find the inostal supplement on Amazon for, let's just say, $25. But when you look at the criteria that I just suggested, 4,000 milligrams a day of 40 to 1, you'll look something that says $25 for one month. But you'll see that the daily dosage is actually 1,000 milligrams. So that means you have to take four times the daily on that bottle so that one month supply actually becomes a one week supply so to order to get just one week it turns out to be a much much more expensive the great thing about Ovacetol that it meets all this criteria it's third party certified by the, by NSF and it comes in a 3 month supply which Makes the average monthly cost affordable for anyone who's looking to do it on a, on a budget. So, again, that's why we, we love Ovastol as, as the, as the go to for Inositol supplements. All right. Let's pull up a question for Tali here.
1: All right. How could we work through a career in dance or fitness with constant exhaustion? Ooh, good question. Great question. Okay. So if you're constantly exhausted and you have kind of a strenuous job or lifestyle, whether you're a dancer, a fitness instructor, if you're a lawyer, a doctor, like I feel like, you know, sometimes certain jobs require a lot of tenacity, you know, physical tenacity, being able to withstand like several hours and um, your body strength. And if you're exhausted all the time, You know, it it can be such a challenge and your mood can, you know, really suffer from it and everything. So I suggest getting some lab work done. See if you have a thyroid issue, because if that's the case, then you really want to target that immediately. And then I would suggest at the same time as doing this making sure that you're setting yourself up right in the morning. So that's having a high protein breakfast, making sure that you're not depending on caffeine throughout the day and you're not stuck in that caffeine cycle where you use it as a crutch for energy, but then you crash and then you need more and then you crash and then you need more because that is going to really pump up a lot of stress hormones and create problems with your energy throughout the day. So I suggest Like I said, managing your stress hormones with reducing your caffeine intake slowly and making sure you're having a high protein breakfast to really kick off your day with a lot of great energy and not feel like you're on a blood sugar roller coaster.
0: Yeah. Just a shout out to Tallinn. She's really talking to the mic really nice today. Oh, thank you. So no shots so far. Well. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Question for you, Tanya. I think a lot of people really want to know this. How do you clarify in s- restaurants that you are not celiac, just gluten free? I find it so awkward. Or in general, too, well, like how do you even say that you're gluten free? Just like I feel like sometimes people people they ask, right, They're like, oh, are you celiac? Like, do you have a.
1: Yeah, like it, I'll be like, oh, do you have gluten free bread? And they'll be like, no, but are you glu- are you celiac? Are you gluten free? You know, let me let me go through whatever you ordered and make sure that it doesn't have gluten in it. Yeah, it's a little bit of an awkward conversation, but it's not awkward. Like your server is there to serve you. There shouldn't be anything awkward about it. And if they're making you uncomfortable, you can vocalize that and be like, "You don't need to make me uncomfortable. I have this issue. You know, yeah. what's wrong with you? What what kind of person does
0: that?" <laughs> but how do you how do you deal I, with the? Deal? How are you gluten free at restaurants too? I think that's a great aspect of this question.
1: So first, I'll I'll navigate the menu, see what's gluten free, what's not gluten free, and then see what what I can make gluten free like or dairy free and uh, modif- by modifying it then ask the waiter like can I get this without cheese can I get this without bread or like or if it's really hard to order something I'll ask for example for eating asian food and I know it's gluten free but I know that the gluten is in the soy sauce and I'm fine with that or else you can't eat sushi like what are you gonna do? You have to give yeah. a little bit when you eat sushi. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be like, is it fried? Is the sushi fried like is the fish in the sushi fried? Or is this not gluten free because of the marinade and the soy sauce? And I will ask those kind of like picky questions to see like what's going on, then I'll make a decision for myself. Does that answer it, the question?
0: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. All righty. Question here. Are Lim Sien. Intermittent fasting, skipping breakfast bad for PCOS. So, well, one thing I will say is when you're doing intermittent fasting, it doesn't mean you have to necessarily um, skip breakfast. But in general, is skipping bad for PCOS? I mean, I don't want to just say, yes, it's bad. I don't want to give you like a definitive answer that that applies to 100% of people with PCOS. But I will say that we don't suggest skipping breakfast for PCOS because breakfast is like your... Your most
1: insulin sensitive when you're eating breakfast
0: yeah it's like your the kickstarter to your day right it's the most it may be like the most essential meal of your day because it's gonna set you up for the rest of the day because what you have for breakfast is gonna give you stable blood sugar it's gonna keep you full as much as possible and it's not gonna give you those cravings that you know that come in right before lunch or before like hours before lunch that makes you want to like snack and th- things like that snacking is fine too but it's just about like really making breakfast work for you as best as possible.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're more insulin sensitive in the mornings too. Like you can tolerate more carbs in the mornings technically. So you don't want to like not eat during that window when your body is ready to eat something and metabolize something.
0: Yeah. And if you're looking to intermittent fast, we usually recommend about like a 12-hour fast because with a 12-hour fast, that means let's say you eat dinner around 7 or 8 p.m., and then after that you don't eat, you don't eat until 7 or 8 a.m. so that 12 hour fasting window is really great it's not too drastic it's not too restrictive you still have a normal day um, whereas if you go like 14 or 16 hours, then it becomes really like restrictive and much harder to, to do. Uh, and the great thing about fasting is it's, it can be really beneficial in improving insulin resistance, really beneficial in reducing inflammation, helping with gut health. It really gives your body a break while you're sleeping to really focus on repairing itself, to really focus on the immune system and much more because it's not focused on digesting food that you may have maybe ate right before going to sleep. Let's continue with our questions. How oh, How do you feel about berberine for PCOS? All right.
1: Berberine is great. There's lots of studies on it for PCOS. It can help with insulin resistance. It can help with so many things, especially in a three-month period of time. I know this because I've been doing a lot of research on berberine, and we plan on including it in our supplement line in the bundle that we're creating yeah. for supplements that help with metabolism and berberine is definitely one of them. I do suggest it. Yes. I do suggest it.
0: So, a little a little update about the supplement line. It's going to come out soon, but we're really working hard with our manufacturing team that we that we're involved with and we're really like spending the extra time to make sure that the supplement line is of the top-notch quality. Therefore, we're going to have it NSF certified, which is a really hard thing to do that you don't really see from any other supplement line, especially for PCUS, I mean, you see it from some. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of supplement companies that do this, but those are usually like the top notch, and that's what we're trying to do. Like we're not, we don't want to just come out with a supplement line that's just like it takes the most generic form of berberine. No, we want to get the best quality of berberine because we want it to pass those NSF tests for purity, for quality, for cleanliness. So this is like our priority right now to find and like search for the best berberine source, including all the other supplements that we're including in this bundle. So it's going to take yeah. a little bit of extra time due to this reason. But a little surprise is, while that research and laboratory testing is being done, we're going to come out with a protein powder. That's Yay. right.
1: <laughs> so, oh my gosh, we're so excited. So last week, we were talking to the people who are manufacturing the supplement line. And we realized how long it's going to take with all of these things we have to do and everything. And Sirak mentioned that we were w- wanting to also make a protein line. they're like, well, we can do that faster. We're like, okay, let's hop on it. Yeah. So um, let's actually do a little poll here. I mean, we can't do a poll on the live. But I want to do a do? little vote because we're thinking of flavors. Oh, yeah. And Five um, flavors. Okay. So... The thing with, I'm, I'm going to go on, I don't want to go on a tangent about protein powder because this is a QA. and a but the thing about the flavor is the protein powders are going to be gluten-free, dairy-free, of course. They're not going to have... Fake flavors, like the, when you see natural flavors on an ingredient list, it means it's probably a fake flavor. Okay,
0: it, it, like 99% of the time, natural yeah. flavor actually means natural fake doesn't mean flavors. anything natural.
1: Natural just means like it tastes like a strawberry, but it's a fake flavor that tastes like a sorry strawberry. Yeah. So it's really important that we're not using those fake flavors. We're not using stevia. We're not using monk fruit. We're not using any type of sweetener that isn't good for your gut health. We're using xylitol and studies show that it helps with your gut health and your oral health and your microbiome. So it tastes a little bit sweet and it's also good for you. Yeah, That's going to be our sweetener. So when it comes to flavors, we have to choose like natural ones. So if it's vanilla, I don't know if like the vanilla bean is going to be strong enough to really give that delicious flavor. So I wanted to do vanilla coconut. Yeah. And then that will be more flavorful. Do you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. we are not going to use those fake flavorings. I need to create some creative yeah. flavors.
0: Well, let's talk about the five flavors and then people listening, write down the number that you like. So we'll say number one, number two, number three, and put the number that you like. So the first one is double chocolate. All right. First one's double chocolate. Second one is vanilla and coconut combined. So vanilla-coconut combined, that's the second one. The third one...
1: Spearmint chocolate, like mint chocolate chip.
0: Yeah, so third one is mint chocolate chip. So it has spearmint in it to help you reduce that testosterone. Goddamn! All right. Fourth one is... Berry Bliss. Berry Bliss, which has like pomegranate and berry flavor. The fifth
1: one is a secret one for the holidays.
0: Oh, y'all already know what that is then. Fifth one will come out in the holidays. Okay. So let's see what the people are saying. I see Akansha says double chocolate. Jasmine, what was number
1: three? Mint, uh, mint chocolate chip.
0: Yeah, mint chocolate chip, yeah. Freckle Journey says one, which I believe was a double chocolate. Seeing a lot of double chocolates.
1: Was two vanilla coconut?
0: Yeah, two was okay. vanilla coconut. I'm seeing a lot of ones and threes. Wow. Two Est- and four. Yeah, Estefa says two and four. Jessica says one. What was four? Four was the last berry, one. A berry, berry Bliss, yeah. Three was the mint chocolate. So it, it looks like I'm seeing a lot of double chocolate, a lot of mint chocolate chips.
1: Definitely going to do a poll on Instagram stories to really see what people feel about this vanilla yeah. coconut vibe that I had in mind.
0: Yeah. Mom your, your says Mom says one. one. All right. So let's go back to the questions. But thank right. you, everyone, for your input. And we're so excited to come out with this. All right. Let's talk about this. All right. Is eating often associated with PCOS? Because I'm always eating.
1: Oh. Yes. So when it comes to PCOS, if, oh my gosh, so if you have high cortisol levels, that can make you hungry. If you have low blood sugar because you have insulin resistance, that can make you hungry. If you're sensitive to gluten, that can make you hungrier. If you're sensitive to dairy, that can make you hungry. There are so many reasons why you may be struggling with wanting to eat all the time. The first thing I would do is definitely try to go gluten and dairy-free and see how that helps and help with reducing your cortisol. So don't be doing back-to-back cardio workouts. That's going to create cortisol dysregulation. The higher your cortisol, the hungrier you are throughout the day too. So manage your insulin resistance, maybe taking ovacetal. A lot of sisters who take ovastol say that it helps with their cravings, like moments after they drink it. It's not even like you know, an hour later, it's like 15 minutes after you're like, what was I thinking? I don't want a cupcake. Gluten-free, dairy-free, old asshole. Right. <laughs> Starting off with that. See where that takes you and then later on.
0: All right. Let's talk about this right here. Do you enjoy working together?
1: <laughs> yeah. It says, yeah, I love so working fun. together.
0: It's uh, a simple
1: question. Yes, yes,
0: Yes, we do. I mean, it's a it's it's an amazing we're we're very fortunate to be able to work together in spreading PCOS women. Yeah, spreading awareness about PCOS. Of course, like here's the thing, you know, as creators, as a dietitian and as a personal trainer, like what you see on Instagram, what you see on YouTube, all that stuff, like we're showing you the best of the best. But of course, like you have to kind of realize too, like behind the scenes, it's not always perfection, you know? Of course, we argue sometimes. Of course, we have our you know like arg- arguments about this or that. But like Which
1: flavor of protein.
0: Yeah, but like we just we make it work. Like don't always like for anyone for that matter for any influencer you follow for any dietitian you follow like it's
1: always the highlight reel. Yes, that's on Instagram. That's exactly right. You don't right. show like the hard work and like the late nights and like the scrambling. I think that's what you're talking about. Like yeah, scrambling especially yeah. now with like. Traveling and everything, there's a lot of like, where's this cable? I can't record the podcast yeah. without the cable. And then like I packed it in like one of the six luggages.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um Or like, how can we get this TikTok right? We've oh, been doing this TikTok oh, for oh. 30 minutes and we can't get this line right. Like there's those there's moments. The moment the TikTok-
1: TikToking is-,
0: is the worst part of what we do. <laughs> the funnest part, but TikToks are the hardest part because We didn't study to do TikToks. Tali went to dietitian school, you know?
1: We are not (laughs) actors. I'm not an actress. I'm not a singer. You know what I mean? I can be as entertaining as I can be, but I studied nutrition. And I am not a TikTok star. Yeah. And I think Sirak, who is like Mr. Perfectionist, and he has this idea in his head of like how the TikTok is gonna go, you know? And I can't execute it all the time. And I can make it as funny it's as I can make fault. it, but I can't take crazy. it to that level. When you when you scroll through TikTok, you can see some crazy things, okay? Like people are dedicated. People are showing off their bods. People are like yeah. half naked. I, <laughs> none of these things are in my book, okay? Yeah. So, I mean, we do our best. Yeah. But... See, that's like, that's something where like we have to be creative together and it's a really challenging thing for us. It takes time and patience and it's not always easy. Yeah. Yeah. Behind every TikTok is a lot of scrambling.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. All right. Back to your question, sisters let's uh, go to this question from Hirshita. How to control dark spots with PCOS? So those dark spots uh, that you're talking about, the skin tags and those kinds of symptoms, that's uh, associated in general with insulin resistance. So managing insulin resistance is going to be really key with managing those dark spots. And of course, we've talked a lot about insulin resistance, how to improve those symptoms. We have a full podcast episode that you can listen to. If you're already listening to this, but for the people who are live on Instagram, a sister and her mister, go to that podcast episode and you'll be able to find all the symptoms and all the ways to reverse insulin resistance. So I highly recommend to take a look at that. Now that we've talked about our marital problems, let's go on to more questions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right.
1: Let's see. I feel like Ooh. we covered everything.
0: We did. We really covered so it's many different so kinds of questions. so hot in this
1: room. We can't open a window because... Bugs keep coming in, but yeah, I'm curious to know what bug is alive in this cold. I know. <laughs> so
0: All right, they keep when, coming in. Uh, when gluten and dairy-free, how, how many hours in between should you eat?
1: So I like to eat breakfast around 9, lunch around 12 or 1, dinner around 6 or 7. This has been very hard to execute while traveling, but yeah. we've done our best. Anyways, Especially I, like in Barcelona. That, I like spacing it out like that because you have enough hours in between each meal to get your insulin levels back down because they go up when you eat something, right? Because your body's going to metabolize what you ate, but they should go back down because when they're down, that is when your body and your metabolism is in fat burning mode. That's why I don't like to graze throughout the day. I like to snack once between lunch and dinner, maybe between breakfast and lunch, but usually not. And i like to have several hours where i'm not eating in between those meals so that i can keep my insulin levels nice and low and keep my body in fat burning mode
0: yeah all right what's next um let's go to does carbs matter regardless of calories and then a question before that from marie is omega-3 good for PCOS? uh omega-3 is great really great for reducing inflammation really good for even lowering testosterone and much more. So I um, highly recommend Omega-3 for anyone who's interested. It's also really good with um, improving metabolism, uh, keeping you full for longer, and also giving more energy. So yeah, love uh, Omega-3. And time, you want to answer that question about do carbs matter regardless of calories?
1: Okay, well, definitely carbs matter a lot. Um, it's going to affect your insulin levels. Now, when people say like just cut out all your carbs, that's because they don't realize that there are other ways to manage insulin. You don't have to cut out all your carbs to manage your insulin. You can reduce your carbs and then you can do other things to support your insulin, like weighted workouts, Mm -hmm. going gluten and dairy-free. Maybe that could help with your appetite and with your um, insulin levels. Reducing inflammation, like these things make a big difference on your insulin levels. You don't have to cut out carbs completely. But when it comes to calories, I don't base PCOS weight loss off counting your calories. Mm. And here's why, because we're focused on getting your metabolism to work for your hunger and fullness hormones to be at the proper like ratio. Okay. So that you're not hungry all the time and your body will naturally know how much you need to eat to be at a normal weight. You don't need to count calories unless you're trying to get six pack abs and get cut. And that's a whole other genre of weight loss in general, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's like, that's a different account on Instagram, whatever that may be. We're talking about PCOS weight loss, and that is getting your metabolism to move so that you can lose weight and naturally keep it off and not have to worry that when you eat something, you're going to suddenly gain a bunch of weight. That's why I don't focus on calories. That's why I focus on managing insulin resistance, reducing carbs a little bit and doing all the other things. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely. All right. I guess. All right. I answered a lot of questions here today. This was really fun. We haven't done like this live Q&A version for a podcast in a long time. But, you know, it was really fun to just talk about in general, like just our life here in Switzerland, what's going on day to day. It was really fun to do this like Q&A on, on the slide. Like this is like a different thing we've done in a while.
1: Yeah. We look forward to making more content around our travels. Yeah. And For now, we have a lot of work to catch up on.
0: Yeah, we do. So right now we're going to go to a cafe in in Zurich and kind of like uh, work from there for a little bit before dinner. If you have any cafe recommendations for Zurich, please um, DM us right now if you don't mind. And and we're going to go check it out basically. And yeah, if you want to listen to this episode from start to finish, subscribe to our podcast. It's in basically any podcast that's available, um, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Basically anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, you can find this podcast. It's called "A Sister and Her Mister." Listen there, and you can also find many other episodes. To listen to like Instant Resistance, um, Birth Control. You can learn about work, working out for PCOS weight loss, and how to go gluten dairy free. So much, so highly recommend to to uh, check out the podcast.
1: All right, sisters, we will talk to you later. Yes. Until and next time.
0: And thank you, Shabina. Thank you, Unicorn Darling. Thank you, I am Thank you all for your, for your sweet messages. We appreciate it. And you're very welcome for this Q&A. Since you're saying thank you, you're very welcome, as always. And we'll talk to you all later. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
1: If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.